everyone, I'm Tara, and this is Tarascope, a place where relationship dudes who don't trials into relations are discussed. Hello, and welcome to a new week of Tarascope. Another amazing episode here, because I'm super excited to introduce you to a new kind of friend of mine, <laughs> I guess you can say. Her name is Liv. Say hi to Liv, everyone. Hi, you guys. So, <laughs> Olivia is an amazingly talented freelance graphic designer, and she's been doing this for quite some time. She's currently rebranding her entire company, so please be on the lookout for Ollie Graphics in your very, very, very new future. Yes. Is there anything that I'm missing, Olivia, that you want to tell the audience before we get started? Um, no, that's that's basically the that's that's the gist of it. I am really focusing on uh, rebranding. I'm also, of course, doing freelancing, so do not hesitate to look up uh, my Instagram handle, my professional handle at Olivia V dot Heart. Uh, that's my professional handle. You can also find my personal profile on there too, but. That's it. I am literally working on rebranding and giving myself more of a name. So, Okay, yeah. so once again, please make sure you follow her on Instagram. So Liv and I have had a few amazing conversations. She came to my <laughs> launch party back in January and had a lot to say. Very opinionated, a lot of amazing points, okay? So based off of the launch party, I want to kind of go from topic to topic to get Olivia's point of, point of view on several different things. If that's okay with Liv. Of course. Okay. <laughs> of course. I was really talking during the launch party, so I'm <laughs> more than willing. <laughs> okay. So the first thing I want to talk about is growth and acceptance. I know a lot of times people get complacent in where they are in life, and I'm wondering if you ever experienced anything like that and what advice you would want to give anybody if they're kind of stuck in a certain point of their life. Oh my gosh. So yes, actually I have. I a few, I wanna say about three years ago, I was really uh, comfortable <laughs> um, just not relaxing, but just kind of going about my usual day. You know, I, I knew that I had goals and I knew that I had aspirations and everything, but I was so comfortable with just in and out, you know, just being there and doing what I had to do and then coming back. So what I did to force myself up out of that was, you know, I, I let myself really see like how complacent I was, see the, so that there were no changes, you know, and there was no like real transitioning happen. And that sort of motivated me to, you know, take the next step, you know, to see those transitions happen. You know, I, I let myself basically know the truth. So how does, how do you, what entails you seeing complacency? Like, what did that look like for you? How did you realize that you were being complacent in yeah. your life? Yeah, so that was, so it was like, um, it was really routine. So I would, I would be at home and, you know, it would just be, I, I would be at home and then I would go from being at home to being in school. And then it would, you know, and that, during that time I was getting my degree. So I would, I would go from being at home to being in school to being right back at home. So I wasn't, you know, like outside of school, I wasn't thinking about like other goals okay. and other aspirations and, you know, cause I knew where I wanted to be, you mm -hmm. know, I knew where I wanted to go and I saw myself, of course, cause we all, we all envision ourselves, you know, being in better, billionaires. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So I, of course I envisioned myself, you know, being there, but I, 
I was so just on this routine cycle of waking up, going to school, getting the classes done, doing the projects, and then going back home and going to sleep and then waking up and doing the exact same thing over and over again. Okay. And when I realized that I was sort of on autopilot and I wasn't necessarily happy, but I was just, I was on autopilot. I was constantly just on this, you know, this, what are the hamsters, those things? The hamster wheel. Yeah. (laughs) I was was on like this, this hamster wheel of life. I was just, I was just doing what I had to do, but I knew like I said, you know, I had that, that, that vision. Yeah. And so I let myself essentially recognize that hamster wheel and, you know, see that I wasn't happy on that hamster wheel. My, my spirit was, you know, dimming down and I was just constantly, I was essentially like a ghost of myself, just doing what I knew had to be done in order to get through my degree program. And when I noticed that I was a ghost of myself, that's when I was like, okay, I got to, you know, find a job and start getting back into my freelancing and start, you know, helping, helping with productions and putting on productions and reaching out and, you know, catching names so that I could, build on that envision mm-hmm. <laughs> that I had of myself. So, you know, essentially see where you're on your hamster wheel and like get off it. <laughs> okay. Have you ever caught yourself in a hamster wheel since we're using that, we're, since we're using that analogy in a relationship? Right. Um, she's currently in a relationship now, so <laughs> I don't think she's in a hamster wheel right now, right. but in any prior previous relationships have you seen that you were in a hamster wheel and just stagnant and complacent yes. knowing that you wanted more yes how did, you come to terms, <laughs> how did you come to realize that and what steps did you make to get out of that comfort zone oh my god I broke up with the guy but <laughs> I so he wasn't a bad guy but I was I was comfortable again I mm-hmm. was in so I was in a relationship where we kind of had this cyclical thing going we would like so we met on campus and we would meet we would meet up we would hang out we would go and do whatever activity was like planned for the day and then we would go home and in between that meeting up hanging out doing the activity and eating that's when we would go home and it's you know it would be like that all the time and I am an adventurous spirit you know I I knew for myself I wanted to do more I wanted to experience more and when I could see where it wasn't going to, where there, you know, the, the explorations and the adventures weren't going to kick up a notch and I wasn't going to, you know, feel that, essentially that rush that yeah. I felt in the beginning, I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, want to hurt this person, but I, I felt like I did <laughs> because I wanted more. I wanted more for myself, but much like getting my degree, you know, I saw this, I had this envision of how things would, you know, climb and, yeah when I saw that it wasn't happening, I was like, I have to get out of this relationship because I, I, I saw where it wasn't happening and I tried to like, I guess like make it happen, you know, like kind of move it toward happening and it still wasn't happening. And I just, I couldn't be in that, you know, cyclical thing anymore, that hamster wheel. I couldn't do that anymore. So I got out. <laughs> For me, I realized in one of my relationships, I've been in several, I'm not going to say which one it was. Um, <laughs> I realized I was complacent because it wasn't going where I wanted in a sense and I wasn't able to express myself the way I really wanted to. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, do you want more? And I knew the answer was yes, but I was so... I'm a relationship girl. So if you don't... I, I think I said this several episodes. I'm a relationship girl. Yes. I love being in a relationship <laughs> I like having that one go-to person. I like calling that one individual and talking yeah, to you. That companion. Yeah, companion. Because, yeah. I mean, life gets stressful and you're just like, 
damn, who do I call? I thought like I call my friends a lot. Yeah. And sometimes you don't want to call your homegirl up. You be like, damn, I feel like she's tired of me and my problems. You yeah, know, what my saying? boyfriend of three <laughs> years is like my best friend. I, I tell him everything. Everything. So like that's what, like that's what I like about relationships. So it's like I don't want to call my friend. Um, yeah, I met her on one of my episodes, Terriana. I don't want to call her. She's going through her own shit. Or my friend Rachel, she's going through her own shit. My sister, my mom, it's like, they're going through her own shit. I don't want to, like, put my life burdens constantly. on my friends right. constantly yeah. every week. Like, oh, God, I'm so tired of fucking going to work. I'm tired of my day job. <laughs> this happened right. at work. You feel like, I just want a companion. So I get off of work. I go over there. I can tell them about it. But I feel like I complacent in the sense of I knew the relationship wasn't for me, but I was happy being in a relationship yeah and that's for me yeah. that's where i got stuck i got stuck in relationship zones right. i love being that so that's with one person that's totally relatable because with so with with that guy it it was it was because he was such ever the gentleman he was such a gentleman <laughs> he was so kind and it was really nice to be treated like the woman and the lady that i am yeah. but i was too complacent and the relationship was too complacent and you know uh, as much as I, you know, loved the kind of person that he is, I, I couldn't stick with that complacency. So I, it's it's literally like a, a, what is it, like a scale that you kind of yeah, have Yeah, it is. It's a match <laughs> like, damn, do I love, do I want to settle? Yeah. Or do I want to that keep. everything love? Like, right. I always say I want a perfect relationship. And people are like, there's nothing, there, there's no such thing no as perfect. Thing. But I feel like there's such a thing as perfect for me. And I always try to put that at the end of it. I want a perfect relationship for me, not right. for everyone in the world, not for the next relationship, because what you want is not what I want in a relationship. Yes. I want a Tara perfect relationship. We're going to argue, we're going to have our ups and downs, yeah. but it is amazing for what me and my individual got going on. Exactly. And it wasn't that. It was like, ooh, this is not perfect. <laughs> like, this is not what I really want yes. in my life. Exactly. And it, it took a lot for me to finally end that relationship, because I was like, I don't really want to be alone yeah but i was like i'd rather be alone than settle and marry right and then divorce right. i don't want to divorce like, i really don't i want to marry and that's it that's there's my forever yeah. love and there's yeah. no one else in the world is going to make me happy right amen right, right. <laughs> because that's yeah. really what we're, I want. we're receiving that, we're that. <laughs> we're receiving please receive that. that thank you so <laughs> that's what made me like i was like you know what this is not for me and taking a step away from that relationship really put me in like a mood and I'm still like trying to make sure that the next relationship I have is my next, my last relationship. I don't want to be out here calling to my, my boyfriend and then have like five other boyfriends after that. I want my la my next boyfriend to be my last boyfriend. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So please pray for Taurus because I don't want to be out here, y'all. I really don't want to be out here. Like, I want y'all to hear me and see on my social media of, like, Taurus finally found love. I'm so happy for her. Not damn. Five years later, Taurus out here still with this fucking <laughs> dating shit. I don't want to do it. But if, it's, right. if, if that's what it takes for me to find love, then I'm, I'm okay with it. But I yeah. don't want to do it. So... Next one I want to ask you, because I want to just kind of have, like, I want your opinion on several different things, because you have a really good insight on a lot of topics. Oh, thank you. <laughs> How do you feel about living with someone before marriage? This is something I talked about on <laughs> uh, Fun Fact Friday. If you follow me on Tarscope, um, hashtag, uh, or Tarscope underscore on Instagram, then you know this is a Fun Fact Friday of mine from maybe, like, January um, and stats show that a lot of millennials are okay with it, but what do you think about living with someone before marriage? So, okay, so I, I was raised 
uh, on both ends, you know, with the with the Caribbean side of the family and my mom's side of the family. I was raised on a traditional sense. So you, you know, you're raised in the household and you live in that household mm-hmm. until uh, your, your boyfriend essentially proposes. And that is when, you know, the woman moves out. And, you know, so I was, I was raised on all those traditions. And I broke every single one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I broke every single one. So I, 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 you know, I don't disagree with it at all. As a matter of fact, I, I admire how our generation, you know, has totally flipped the script on. All the way, we fucked it yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> on, you know, how you're supposed to do things. You know, so I, I, to- I admire that because it's, it, essentially, it's, it's, it's a matter of, you know, if you can really, truly spit, because, you know, you love the person that you're with, mm-hmm. and, and that person, you know, is supposed to be your end all. Like, that's, that's that person. Yeah. You know, but growing up, during that time, it's like, it doesn't matter if you feel like that's the person you're going to live with us until, you know, they make themselves that person. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you have to experience how that person lives. You have to, you know, see the things that they do, see what their habits are, see what their weird little, you know, nooks are. And, Mm -hmm. you know, some of their gross habits, like you got to (laughs) find out like the, the rawness of being, do they leave their underwear on the floor? Yeah. Do they leave trash everywhere? Right. Or, or, Or are they, are they super clean? You know, like, are they so clean that it's, it's, kind of annoying and it's like you know well i can be a little dirty you know like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah you know so you you have to with this generation i i can't disagree you know and i and i also can't completely fully agree because of just how i was raised you know so there's always going to be that part of me that you know follows that wants to that wants to follow the tradition not follows but wants to <laughs> follow the tradition like you know wants to wants to lead on with that there's also there's always going to be that part of me that's like you know well yes i need to you know, stick with my parents until I get married. I need to, you know, well, you know, it's late for that, but I need to not have sex. <laughs> I need to not have well, sex well, before well. I get married. But, you know, like we're, we're doing that. So that's, that's our generation. And I, and that's, that's probably where our kids are going to, like, that's how our kids are going to grow up. Our kids are going to grow up to, you know, see that, well, mom and dad lived together before they got married. You know, mom and dad had sex before they got married. Mom and mom dad and was dad... fucking at 15. Don't, don't yeah. fuck at 15. I'm just, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, we're not, we're not doing that. We're fucking at 18. We promise, we're right. Mom and dad, you know, mom and dad did it before the ring came about. You know, so it's, it's, and, or, you know, in, in the, in the sense of, you know, not sticking with the tradition, I personally am a bit of a rebel. So, you know, I'm all for it. But <laughs> ultimately, if you feel like, if you feel like, like if 60, like you said, if 60% of you, you know, your heart is like, you know, I, I need to stick with my parents until I get married. If that's how you feel in your spirit, then that's what you stick with. You don't that's fight true. that because that, that's never going to go away. And that eventually, if it, if you try to make it go away, it's, it's going to come back. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be like a full-blown regret. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why did I do this shit? Right. It's going to come back and you're going to want to teach your kids that. But at that point, you can't teach your kids that because you were, you went back on it. So yeah. if that's how you feel, if you want to, you know, get married and then move out of your parents' home, then do it, you know, because that's, that's what you need to stick with. But if you're all for, you know, moving in with your significant other and learning about them and, you know, experiencing life with them before the ring, if that's what you're comfortable with, if that's what makes you happy, you know, if that's what makes sense, you know, do that. For me, that is, I don't say the only thing that makes sense. For me, that, that makes sense. Right. Because I want to know that, I can go to sleep with you and wake up and you don't get my fucking nerves. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I need to know, because I get irritated. And I'll say really quickly, 
but people's mannerism bothers me. Mm-hmm. So if you don't keep a clean kitchen oh to a gosh. degree, it's like so you have all you have like a pile of dishes for a whole week. It's like okay, this is the problem. And that is my thing and, too. Yeah. And like my thing is I don't make the bed. Like I don't make my bed every day. I, I promise you, seven days out of the week, I probably I don't make my bed like seven days out of the week. I don't make I just don't make my bed. But for yeah, somebody, yeah. for my sister, she is such a bed maker. I'm like, nah, bitch. I wake up in a rush. I throw I'll my leave. clothes and I wash my face <laughs> and I leave the house within right. like thirty minutes flat. Yeah. I don't make my bed. It's like an it, it's an additional time that I don't want to give. Right. But someone might want you to be a bed maker. My last relationship. It was imperative to make the bed. And I made that sacrifice for him. Mm-hmm. I don't make my own bed, but when I was at his house, I made sure I made the fucking bed because that's mm-hmm. what he wanted. So I feel like you have to get accustomed to someone else's norm. So it's like, okay, if you don't typically wash dishes, you know in my house, you're going to wash these fucking dishes. Right. Because that's how like my house would be held. Yeah. I feel like those are the things you want to get used to before you live with somebody. Yeah. I need to know... If you clean your tub. Oh. I need to- <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I, I'm a total cleaner. Like I my my space has to be clean. I don't we cannot make the bed. That's fine. But the kitchen and the bathroom has got to, to be, be clean. clean. It has got to be clean. There's no fucking way it cannot be clean. Because yeah, if we have guests or if we wanna eat or if I wanna cook. You know, or if I just want to sit in the tub, I don't want to sit or eat around grime. Like, I don't want like, every time I want to take a bath, yeah. if I want to soak my yeah. body no in grime. the tub, <laughs> which all females should do at least once a week, hygiene-wise, because it's just imperative. <laughs> I need to soak my body without having to scrub a dub dub yes. the tub because you got scum up on that bitch. Oh like I just gosh. feel like it's imperative, yeah. right? And so I need to make sure my partner knows that this is the whole thing. Yeah. And in my last relationship, I that's one thing I loved in my last like we just got the household environment very, very, very well. Oh, nice. Like I adjusted to him and he adjusted to me because I like a clean kitchen yeah. and a clean bathroom. And he liked a clean bedroom. Okay. And so that's, we end up learning good. how to like kind yeah. of balance that out. Like, okay, cool. Like I said, I learned how to make the bed. I hate making the bed. It's like the most <laughs> redundant thing. I make the bed to get back in the <laughs> bed. Like I just I don't get it. Like I promise y'all, I don't get making the bed. Cause I oh, leave man. at nine o'clock in the morning, I come back and hop in the same bed. <laughs> What's the bed. fucking difference? Right. I don't get it. I guess it looks good, but who fucking I make the bed if someone's coming over, right? If someone's coming over, I got guests coming over, I make the bed up, make it look cute. Like, oh, darn, oh, you're really nice and clean. Yeah. You know, bedroom is nice and cute. Yeah. But other than that, if no one's coming over, my bed's a hot-ass trash. But he learned to do that for the kitchen because I really care about the kitchen and the bathroom because I don't want to have to clean the bathroom last minute if my friend wants to decide to pop the fuck up. Like, hey, Tar, when I come over, I'm like, okay, cool. Let me rub it up, dub. Like, nah, it's easier to make a bed than easier to wash 17 dishes yeah. and clean a tub and a toilet. Yes. Like, that, to me, <laughs> is the easiest thing to do. Make a bed. So, we that-wise, we adjusted really well. And then, another thing I feel like is, who's cooking? Because I hate cooking. I am a millennium. Just I so am, y'all know. I'm a true millennium. I don't <laughs> oh like to cook. I, I'm not the cooking type. Wow. I will learn. I will do. But, it is not a skill of mine. Not at all. So, he I enjoy cooking. like to cook and <laughs> okay. it just works. I feel like right. those kind of things you need to learn 
before you get married because I don't want to just move in with you after marriage and you be like, oh, bitch, you was cooking every night. You're like, ooh, said who? Right. Because now it's a problem. Yeah. Now we're married. We're like, yeah. Mm, so this, that's this isn't it. This and that, isn't that's it. what takes us back to <laughs> right. That's what takes us back to you know, is it does it make more sense to live with them before you get married because mm-hmm. you're gonna find out. You know more about that person when you live with them. It's just it's a rule of thumb. You know, essentially, you're you're gonna find out. You know whether or not you could take their shit, <laughs> because it's it's a matter of you know are they gonna be bossing me around? Are they gonna be expecting me to do things that I don't normally do? And if I don't do those things that I don't normally do, are they gonna get mad? But there are, and I was thinking about this while you were while you were talking that there are the three C's that I okay, what three, oh three C's always. <laughs> Well, you know, the three C's that I, that I have always, you know, kind of gone by when it came to, you know, being in relationships, just being in relationships, you know, with, with friendships and with family, you know, you're going to have your inconsistencies and, and the things that you're not going to compromise on, you know, this, this two C's right there. And what is the other one? Uh, consistencies, con- uh, consistency, compromise and uh, communication. Okay, those are good ones. Those, yeah. those, those are very important. Yeah, and exactly. Like, all of those, all of those, those just those three are major One more time. Parts. Consistency, communication, so, and... and compromise. Compromise. Yes, consistency, communication, and compromise. You, Ooh. in a relationship, it, it, you know, outside of your friendships, you know, in your family relationships, it's... That's, you know, that stuff isn't going to happen all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in the with the relationship that you have, the person that you might call your husband or wife one day, you have to have consistency, communication, and compromise. I hate compromise. Like, I <laughs> But you do, did it, though. <laughs> I hate it. Like, I do. But I don't... I think for me, I don't like the word compromise. Yeah, a lot of people I feel don't. like we could change and find a synonym for the word compromise. <laughs> I'm, like, so serious, Olivia. Like, I don't like the word compromise. And I think it stems from the song. I don't know what song it is by SZA, but SZA had a song. Mm. And the interlude was like, compromise? Fuck you mean compromise? Yeah. And I was stuck on that ever since that fucking song. Yeah, and it's yeah. not okay. <laughs> but I don't like the word compromise. Because I feel like when you're in a dead-ass, lifelong relationship, you don't look at it as a compromise. Yeah. You know, you don't well, look see, but, at it as a sacrifice. You're like, same I'm thing. just making an adjustment yeah. for my partner. Yeah. It's like, I'm not losing. I feel like compromise means someone's losing something. And, see, and that, I'm not losing. That's what, but that's I'm what gaining. Happens, though, with our, that's what happens, though. Without, with, our, with our generation, you notice people are constantly, you know... If somebody hears the word compromise, they give it kind of a negative connotation. It is very negative. He's like, no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not taking no fucking L's, bro. I ain't taking it, ain't taking no, bro. I'm not taking no L's. I promise you, I'm not. No, see, but that's that's why you compromise, so you don't take any L's. You know what I mean? We have got, as a, as a generation, as a people, especially in our age group, we have got to get rid of that negative connotation when it comes to compromise. Because it's one of the most positive, like you said, and what you were talking about, you ended up making the bed, and he ended up cleaning the kitchen. Yeah. Right, that is the most positive compromise. It was an adjustment. Have. Yeah, it was an adjustment. So that's, that's it wasn't a compromise. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm just not. I know it's a compromise, but for me, I like to reframe my mind. Yeah. Like I talked about in one of my episodes. Yeah, and like it's an adjustment. Because mm-hmm. for me, an adjustment sounds very positive. So maybe a compromise sounds in. like ooh, I yeah. caught an L. I'm throwing that bitch back, back, right back at you. I don't want to take an L. Right. Like maybe it's just me. Like, I don't know. Like let me know if I'm just crazy. Cause I know sometimes like I'm really dramatic and I'm really far far yeah. out. But I want to try something new. Well, not even something oh. new. So it's a cup. It's a cup. <laughs> you hear the shaking? You oh, hear it? <laughs> so you're the first person to experience. So what Olivia is about to.
to do is she's about to pull from this cup a question. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> All right, you ready? Okay, I think I got this one. Yes. So we're going to pull three questions. Oh, okay. First question is, have you... <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't even read Am this. Am I answering this? <laughs> yes, you're answering this. <laughs> I can't even read this shit straight right now. You guys, I give you that. Have you ever masturbated at someone's house? <laughs> you have to answer it honestly, okay? Have you ever? I mean, but I'm a smart. <laughs> oh my God, what is this called? Tarscope what? Tarscope third three, degree. Third degree, yeah. Yes. Have you ever masturbated at someone's house, Olivia? I almost. You almost, okay. I got, you guys cannot see this, but I got <laughs> this close. I was, I was staying with a friend because I knew that I had to be, we were hanging out and I knew that I had to be at work the next morning. I didn't feel like going all the way back home. So I just stayed with her and it was late and I was missing my boyfriend and I just, I was like, you know, it's okay. She's asleep. <laughs> I can do it. She won't come out and catch me. And you know what happened? She came out and she almost caught me. So oh I almost had it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. That's I was hilarious. Put on the spot. All right. Second <laughs> question. Go ahead and pull from the cup. Okay. Let me see it. Oh Let me gosh. see. What's oh this God. one? Almost. Okay. It never happened. <laughs> Second question. Have you ever had sex with someone and did not know their name? Oh, God, no. No. No? No. I, I can answer that right away. I have, I have known every single thing about all of my Sexual encounters. Okay. Yes. All right. Last question, please, Magical Cup. Make it a juicy one. Well, those first two are really juicy. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> So the last question is, have you used ice cubes during sex? <laughs> <laughs> it made it juicy anyway. Yes. <laughs> really juicy. Ice cube juicy, okay? Oh my goodness. Yes, I have. And it is true what they say about ice cubes. <laughs> what do they say? Oh, no, 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 no. The audience don't know. The act of the audience is like... 17 years old, unexperienced. What oh do, my God. What babies. do they say about ice cubes? Because I don't know. The babies. Okay, so ice cubes are supposed to be, so, you know, if you have your sexual education here, folks, <laughs> <laughs> the, the ice cubes are supposed to be like a serious stimulant. It's supposed to, you know, give you like this quick numbing. It's essentially like an icy hot. I don't know if any of you guys have experienced icy hot. I haven't, <laughs> but I read about it. I do a lot of research, okay, but... Uh, it's, it's, as far as ice goes, yes, a few ice cubes have been involved. <laughs> it's supposed to give you like this quick numbing sensation, and then and then the aftermath or the climax, orgasm, whatever, you know, it's supposed to be like super heightened. So, yes, and they work if you do. It right. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, kids. Wow! So you make sure you use your ice cubes, kids. Make sure you use your ice cubes, kids. Okay. Oh ever was amazing. I am honored. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so before we leave, is there anything you want to leave the audience with? Hit them one more time with your Instagram because I'm pretty sure they forgot it's been 20-something minutes. Oh, wow. Okay, so my last little bit of advice to leave you guys with uh, based on just based on this topic because you know, I don't know 
what you guys are doing. But based on this topic, if you are living with your current boyfriend or girlfriend, make sure you pay close attention to how they do things, to you know what what how they feel most of the most of the time when they walk in the door. You know, um, some of their habits, you know, how comfortable they are truly around you. Make sure your eyes are open to that because those are what you're going to deal with. That's what you're going to live with, not deal with, but live with if you marry them. You know, and if you're not living with the person that you're currently dating and you really want to, talk to them before you move in with them. You know, if the topic comes up, really have like... If hours go by and you guys are still on this topic, stay on it. (laughs) Because it is imperative that you know about the person that you are possibly going to live with, the person that you love right now, and you're possibly going to live with that person. It's imperative that you know everything about them, you know, from inside on out. And again, you guys, my Instagram handles for my business profile is oliviav.heart. You guys can find me there. You can find most of my portfolio work there. And, you know, feel free to get in touch, ask some questions. I've been doing freelancing for a while, and I'm just now getting adjusted to the social media platform of it all. So feel free to ask questions, share advice on how to, you know, grow a bigger audience. But, you know, check me out. (laughs) This has been an amazing episode. Yay. (laughs) Really great dialogue non-scripted dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) Really good. So, just to kind of like go back what she was saying, please, please, please follow her. She's extremely talented. We both went to the Art Institute of Atlanta. Super skilled, knows what she's doing, can brand your, or rebrand your business to make it really stick out in the audience because that's what's important. A lot of this generation wants to have their own business and we want to be entrepreneurs. But the first step in that is really branding yourself and sticking out in your in your demographic and making people want to fuck with you, right? right? In layman terms. So follow her on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram if you do not at Tarascope underscore. And like always, wrap it up, shield your heart, and keep the hopes that love is out there waiting for you.